one of the movies there's a slight hint at Carnage or Venom. I'm sure it just wasn't at the end of Venom when Woody Harrelson goes, there's gonna be Carnage. Carnage. That wasn't Woody Harrelson. That was... Little Orphan Annie? Yeah, Little Orphan Annie. I almost said Little Red Riding Hood. A sunflower painted red? Just a 90s style Happy Meal box in a chair. A man with a red Pomeranian on his head? <laughs> it's a dodgeball. Just a dodgeball. <laughs> just rolls away <laughs> we couldn't get woody harrelson so we got a dodgeball if you can dodge a woody harrelson you can dodge a ball <laughs> hey you guys want to play a game a dodge woody harrelson <laughs> i think if that was the name of a game he wouldn't be allowed within 500 yards of a school in the first place <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to play a game of dodge woody harrelson <laughs> children screaming just police sirens in the background <laughs> Well, they say the movies are quite the talk of the town, but I prefer two idiots to kind of dumb things down. So, settle in and here we go, it's just two idiots radio. Hello everybody and welcome, my name is Colin and this here, this human over here is my co-host. Some people call him the Minister of Movies, the Sultan of Salted Popcorn, or that hobo down the street. I'd just call him Robbie. How are you doing? Well, box is a little cold these days, but I'm doing well. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot. Because I'm a hobo. (laughs) (laughs) He's looking at me again. (laughs) I wasn't expecting such a vivid uh, opening there. It kind of caught me off guard. I was like, I need to think of something clever. (laughs) Don't worry, I've had three weeks to think of it. (laughs) Has it really been that long? Jeez. Uh... Maybe? I've lost all concept of time. I don't know what day it is. I don't know what month it is. Um, I don't even know where I'm at exactly. I'm assuming this is my apartment, but who's to say? Nice nice brisk March day in the month of California. Just can't get any better than that. Yeah, no. um, Yeah, quarantine order. A lot of of fun. Yeah. how you holding up? What have you been doing? I was going to ask you the same thing. What, what kind of uh, activities? Yeah, what's what's been your go-to quarantine <sighs> thing? I've been watching a lot of movies uh, and Simpsons. Not another quarantine movie? Oh! Didn't that have Chris Evans in it when he was a young Maybe. lad? If Maybe. Not, was... I, know, I know he was in um, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Ah, that's he right. He was at, yeah. like... That douchey guy with the skateboard that, like... I think that's the exact character that he played if he was in another teen movie. Yeah, probably. I've been working on grooming since we both obviously need haircuts. It looks like... Right now, it looks like we're trying to do, like, a... uh, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? (sighs) Like a feat of strength ritual. I feel like we're that dinosaur from Jurassic Park who flails its ink (laughs) at people. We're like, look at this hair! Get the stick. <laughs> There's one thing yeah. I love. It's a good can of Barbasol. <laughs> Always big, treat your IT a big right. wet Newman. <laughs> uh, I always wanted that can when I was a kid. It was so satisfying when you put the DNA in there. It was always like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, you talking about the way it like closed or? Oh, just just all the clicks, all the clicks. It was like an ASMR of 1994. <laughs> 
Especially when the dinosaur is ripping his flesh off, too. Oh, clickety-click. Speaking of clicks, so... Team clickety-clack. I cut my nails today. Yeah. I'm not saying they were thick, but it sounded like I was in the bathroom with a milk bottle and a ball-peen hammer. <laughs> <laughs> should probably get that checked out. <laughs> they were just like nails would go flying and stick into the wall. Look like I blew up a porcupine. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that scene i always think of nail clipping and my mind always goes to the same thing um the scene from malcolm in the middle uh like uh francis or whatever is like living with some guy and he's like clipping clipping his toenails on the couch right sitting right next to him and, he's like, <laughs> and then francis is just like ah like hits, hits him in the eye i vaguely remember that i need to revisit malcolm in the middle it it's was a good show from what I remember, but it's been a long it's been a long time. I'm sure it's still pretty good. Dewey and Hal were always the best on that. <laughs> Did you see what happened to Grandma? Yeah, cat cats ate her face. All right, Dewey, put Dad on. Did you, see what, did you hear what happened to Grandma? Yeah, cats ate her face. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That was- that one, and then they, they launched, like, the, whatever it's called, the Komodo 3000 the Komodo, yeah. in the air, and it, it turns daylight. it to daylight. The, the, just the amount of, um, <laughs> just, like, how much they committed to that shot. <laughs> but it was worth it. So what have you been doing on this quarantine time? Uh, more quarantine, please. Um... <laughs> so, yeah, watching some movies. Um, obviously watched Iron Man. My goal is to... You've already done it, right? You've, yeah, we just finished last week. So my goal is to go to the MCU again. Yes. So I just started, and this is as far as I've gotten, so that's why we're doing this. <laughs> and we're talking about Iron Man, by the way. Um, <laughs> oh, we are? Oh, crap. <laughs> crap. <laughs> no, we're talking about Pee Wee Herman. Um, <laughs> I can't <laughs> uh, I've been watching Ozark you haven't watched it's a really good show jason bateman oh i assume he plays a sarcastic very dry sensor sense of humored middle-aged man yes <laughs> that's what it's, he is at everything it's not a funny show but it's kind of like in the same it's like the same realm of like um breaking bad kind of show so ah. uh you know good family man gets pulled into a life of crime and it just gets more stressful from there it's Ooh. It's a show that makes me feel better about my boring life because <laughs> I always watch it. And I'm just like, man, this is stressful. Like, he's got to get these drugs there on time, and the cartel's gonna murder his whole family. And I'm just like, I gotta just make sure I get up at a decent time, or my cats are gonna gently paw at my face. <laughs> so it makes me feel better about the boring, boring life that I live. See, if I would watch that, it would just remind me that I also have to get the drugs to the cartel or else they're going to murder my family. Oh, right. Yes. (laughs) Oh, right. The drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, it's kind of cool to see what other people are doing. I know a lot of people are like picking up new hobbies or learning new things. Have you have you done any of that or is it just you just watching just watching movies like a bum. Yeah, I recently picked up a hobby of delivering drugs to cartels uh, before they murder my family. <laughs> That's good. I mean, <laughs> you ch- you chose you you chose to do that. I mean, I did. 
neither okay. neither I nor my family had a lot of hobbies, so I told them I was like, "All right, I'm going to pick up this Avoiding hobby." Murder is now and, <laughs> your guys's hobby is don't die. <laughs> I don't like this hobby. <laughs> it was literally the easiest hobby ever. Quick, I need some commitment from you. Okay. <laughs> We stick it through. You start something, you finish it. <laughs> Includes trying not to die. <laughs> Which is kind uh, of awkward because I had the same conversation with the cartels because they didn't want to kill my family. But I told them, you know, I'm not here working with amateurs. It makes it more exciting. What what kind of fun would any of those TV shows be if the cartel were just like, oh, it's fine. Yeah, don't worry I about mean, it. I mean, you tried. No, the effort is what counts. <laughs> Isn't that how Breaking Bad ends? <laughs> yes. That's the series finale. <laughs> oh, you did fine. Shug. Uh. <laughs> Someone calls him Shug. Or Sweetheart. Offers him a cup of coffee. Can I get you some more coffee, Shug? And then they put Stevie in it, but it's not Stevie. It's actually uh, Ryson from Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> <laughs> I made. They've killed him. And you ground him up. <laughs> I forget a coffee. <laughs> Just like, get on with it. Uh, no, but to answer your question, I have not picked up any new hobbies. I have, <laughs> so I spent a lot of time on Instagram <clears throat> the last couple of days too. And uh, <laughs> Tom Hardy's got a video. Do you follow Tom Hardy on Instagram? Mm-mm. So he's got a video on there. It's a behind the scenes look at the fight scenes from Venom pre-cgi and it's him and uh oh shoot i can't remember the other guy's name the villain riz ahmed uh yeah yeah and Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just like they've got it set to hungry eyes and it looks (laughs) like they're doing slow interpretive dance like you could see how the cgi is like going to improve (laughs) it it's a very venomy type movement but it just mm-hmm. looks like they're doing an interpretive dance, and it's set to Hungry Eyes, and you can hear them laughing in the background. So I recommend you check that out. <laughs> uh, it's, it's amazing. A, it's a beautiful story. <laughs> About two guys, they're slimy friends. The real venom is love. Oh! <laughs> yeah, that's actually the title of the movie, Slimy Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Venom 2, Slimy Friends. <laughs> so no one told you life was going to go this way. Job's a joke you're broke. You're wearing symbiote. <laughs> <laughs> the villain is just Ross. Uh, he's always been the villain. He's just Man, the man's worst. A creep. <laughs> Screaming at people for sandwiches or whatever the hell. <laughs> I love it when they cut the laugh Psychopath. track out of those. And he looks crazy. It's because he is. Because <laughs> he is. They're probably not actually uh, friends with him. They just can't get him to leave the apartment. Mm-hmm. He's threatened to take all of their skin if they kick him out of the circle. <laughs> ah, yes. The series finale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, this is the one. The 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 big bang of the MCU, if you will. Ah. The numero uno. And also, the first one. Uh, yeah, 1984's the, Punisher, starring Dolph Lundgren. 
I don't know that reference. That's a movie, and it's just the worst. <laughs> I could imagine. I mean, Dolph is a big man and an actor, but in that order. <laughs> I must break you. <laughs> I was like, that's probably the most, like, heartfelt line he's ever he's ever uttered is that just through his they're just two men in that movie whose faces don't move when they talk (laughs) and then their job in that movie is to just punch each other in the face they're like stop talking please please just hit them (laughs) i don't know if they're trying to add more pliability to each other's faces (laughs) the face needs to move a little more over here (laughs) Thank you. Now I can feel my left cheek again. Now it's your turn. <laughs> I don't even know who was talking, if that was Dolph or Sly. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's hard to tell. <laughs> um. What are we even talking Ah, yes. Numero uno. Iron Man. Uh, Iron yes. Man. Um, yeah, it's it's good to, good to dive back into it. So really no reason, again, other than just... Wanted to rewatch the MCU mm-hmm. uh, since we got the time. We're, yeah. we're teening around. We're sticking indoors. We're social distancing. That's a fact. And coughing in each other's mouths. <laughs> uh, Mailing each other's man. spit. <laughs> Spitagram. <laughs> it's not even in a letter. It's just that the postman walks up and spits on the person. He's like, would you like to reply? And then they spit on him, <laughs> and then he comes back and spits on the original person. He goes home every day, and he sets his briefcase down or whatever he carries to work and goes, ah, what a job. And he's and happy he, for some reason. takes off his dripping clothes and <laughs> goes to bed. Goes oh. to the hospital. <laughs> 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 Yeah, no, uh, so this movie, I think it holds up pretty well. Yes. Uh, it's been 12 years. 2008 plus 12. Good, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, it was quite a year <laughs> for movies, though, 2008. Uh, and I say that, and I can only name three. <laughs> the ones I were thinking of are cool. this. This is a year we all had, I mean, it was a good year for comic book movies, because you had Iron Man, and less so, I mean, The Incredible Hulk, yeah. and Dark Knight. And unless I am missing any, which I'm sure I am. Probably. (laughs) Is there another, the Fantastic One, the Fantastic Four? Probably. Maybe the Silver Surfer one? I was like, the Silver Surfer might have been eight or ten. It might have been the year before, actually. They were trying to Uh, recuperate from, from that garbage fire. They just haven't made a good one. No, no. They had the potential with the newest. uh, I don't think you ever watched the newest one. It was like 2015. It was like 2015, yeah. Yeah. Uh, someone pointed out, too, that he looks like uh, Dr. Doom. Just looks like He either looks like a crash test dummy. Yeah, yeah. Or he looks like one of those characters in the How It Should Have Ended videos. Uh, <laughs> their, yeah. their eyes are really beady and small, and they're just really close together. <laughs> like, That's who he looks like. Looks exactly like one of those. Well, they didn't have to hire an actor. They hired an animator or just a guy who owns a crash just, test dummy. Just can of silver pigs. <laughs> it's one of those miniature wooden models that they use to teach the human form in art class, and they just spray it with some Krylon. 
And I'm like, well, there's Doctor Doom. <clears throat> yeah. Like, man, they. Where did all the money go? <laughs> not, not there. See, uh, I just yeah. watched this not long ago. Like you were saying, we we're redoing the MCU, and it took us little under a month for us to do that. And so when you said you wanted to do Iron Man, I was like, sure, I just saw it, so I should be able to remember it. But I went ahead and watched it anyway, and, I, like, I just watched it, and it was still really enjoyable, and I was catching things. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I never really paid attention to that. It's really good. It holds up well. How, like, iron is in reference to metal? Yeah. Yeah. And it's... he is a man. It's not a robot. See, every time I get so confused, <laughs> he puts a mask on, and I'm like, where did Tony Stark go, and who's this <laughs> where robot? Where did he go? Like, he just... And then he takes it off, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. See, my parents, they used to do this thing when I was a kid. I hated it. <laughs> they would put their hands over their face, and I'd be like, what the hell? They're gone. And <laughs> With these wizards. All right, so moving on from that dead horse. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the horse has a little bit of a twitch in its leg, but it's pretty much dead. <laughs> we'll come so back we'll to just, it later and check yeah, on it. We'll, we'll come back. <clears throat> How about that cast? Yeah, good good stuff. Uh, whoever the robot, who's in the robot suit, we don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, Robert Downey Jr. obviously gets, he, people talk about him a lot in this role, and I think for good reason, because yeah. it's, especially this day and age, it's easy, with his star status, to forget what he came from, which I guess is kind of a testament to like how much work he's done and mm-hmm. how... I guess good of a job he's done and how big these Marvel movies have been to yeah. essentially kind of make us forget about all the kind of legal troubles that he had earlier on in his yeah. life. And, uh, cause especially now, cause he's one of the top movie stars like in the world to imagine, you know, Robert Downey Jr. as a guy that no studio would pick, pick up, um, for a role that <clears throat> he's very similar to, you know, the character of Tony Stark. You know, yeah. kind of this this redemption, I guess. You know, uh, he's he is his own redemption story, just like Stark, especially in this first film. Yeah, I think that's. I think I've heard John Favreau talk about that too. That's one of the things that drew him to Robert Downey Jr. was the similarities, and I think it works yeah. really well. And it's it's something too. You can tell when he Robert Downey Jr. talks about this role. And what it means to him, that it does mean a lot because it kind of was his big break. Right. You know, to kind of get out of that. So, uh, yeah, it's really cool to see. It's, again, it's easy to forget, especially watching this movie. I'm like, this is like his first movie in years. I think he was in one other before this that I know of anyway, and that's a movie called The uh, Scanner Darkly, which I haven't seen. I've never heard of that. But I only know it because um, I think it's what they call rotoscoped. So they take every frame and essentially redraw it. So it looks like, um, you know, the the art style of like uh, GTA, like on like the case. Yeah. It's like uh, someone it's essentially like if somebody redrew something in Adobe Illustrator, you know, it's almost like pop art in a way. Yeah. So this whole movie is shot like that. They shot the whole movie, but then they went in and uh, like redrew every frame in that style. So that whole movie is like this weird, surreal, like they move realistically, but they look 
kind of cartoon, and it's I think it's got Robert Downey Jr. and um, Woody Harrelson. Now, what is this? It's called uh, Scanner Darkly or something. I'll check that out. I haven't seen it all the way through. It, I, it's kind of always been on my list. But um, visually, it looks... I don't know what it's about. Right. But scanners um, and <laughs> rooms with no lights. And, and copy machines. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that was like maybe just before this too. So like maybe 2006. Huh. If I... I'd have to see if that's right. But... Yeah, no, this is kind of his, his big break, which I think was cool. Um, yeah, I, I recognize he, him from his younger roles in the 80s. He was in, like, Back to School, you know, with Rodney Dangerfield. But he was in mm-hmm. it for, like, he's a very bit character. But I remember seeing him after seeing Iron Man, and I was just like, holy crap, that's like a 19-year-old Robert Downey Jr. Holy crap. So Yeah. And, of course, he was in, like, uh, Chaplin. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the early 90s. But, um, yeah, no, it's really cool. It's... Uh, you know, John Favreau kind of went out on a limb and took a risk, but that's mm-hmm. like I think what he said. That's the guy he he wanted and thought would be perfect for the role. Right. Um. Yeah. Great. Uh. So we got we got him. We got obviously um, Gwyneth Paltrow as Pepper Potts. Oh yeah. She does great. I like her in this movie mm-hmm. quite a bit. She's a good kind of down to earth character. She's presented in a way where you don't realize how important she's going to be to, you know, not only the Iron Man trilogy, but like the MCU in general. She mm-hmm. starts out so like a casual minor character, but then that builds up. Yeah. And it happens really organically. I noticed that. Today. I was like, man, she's not in it for like the first, I think, half hour or so before she makes an appearance. Yeah, it's uh, and I actually watched a video on this, too, because they kind of. They're setting up like Tony's um his character, at least his before his abduction or whatever, and he's yeah. just like this he's this over the top, you know, he's gambling, <laughs> he's this guy would honestly be the like the worst human being ever. Yeah. Uh, he's this no one this should hang out drunk, with. Drunk, womanizing, gambling, greedy, giant child, basically. <laughs> <laughs> He's so bad. He doesn't even show up to get his own award. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, it's establishing, like, this jerk. And then as soon as, like, they kind of ground like ground him, not like mm-hmm. a parent would do. But, <laughs> as he should be, though, not no, grounded played, enough. He doesn't have you know any, I mean? so. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Bucky. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember when it, it showed the newspaper clipping, parents killed in a car crash. I was like... Not quite. <laughs> it wasn't the crash that killed him. Two big old punches to the head. <laughs> well, that's kind of, in a way, that's a crash. Yeah. A fist crash. It's true. If his fist is a car, then yes. A head-on fist uh, collision. <laughs> probably like the same force as a car. Jeez, like, <laughs> Bucky. Uh, yeah, but as soon as they introduce Pepper, they, it's kind of starts this more humanizing mm. part of the movie that shows like Tony's interactions with her and his conversation is much different than his interactions with everybody else. I thought that was nice. Yeah. Cause he's actually like listening and talking as opposed to just doing his like Twitter feed speaking yeah. <laughs> to everyone else. So his like, rehearsed speeches and sarcasm and <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's good. Uh, who else was in this? We've got uh, Terrence Howard. 
Yeah, Terrence. Rody. Rody. Rody the Road. See, so I've got an interesting quote about him no longer being Rody, but when Iron Man 2 came out right. and they replaced him with Don Cheadle, mm-hmm. I was kind of disappointed. I like Don Cheadle, but I was like, Don you know Cheeds. what? Terrence Howard was really good in that first one, but I mean, yeah. no offense to him, but he was instantly forgotten. Once <laughs> once Don Cheadle yeah. took over, it's just like, hey, he's got it. He's good. Well, yeah, Don Cheadle's a great actor, too. Yeah. He's, got, he's got the resume. Mm-hmm. And Not he's Terrence doesn't, but right. And he's got that same kind of Tony Stark sarcasm attitude. So they feed off each other really well. It's more of a friendship than you see in the other or in the original Iron Man. Yeah, it's it's like it's kind of weird at first because you're just like, who is this? And then yeah. it's like, and I don't remember. I have to watch Iron Man two again. I don't remember how they introduce him or if it just like zooms in on his nameplate <laughs> and then just pans up and then stand you just sit there for five minutes and go this is him now yeah <laughs> john favreau and pops up action. on the screen be like this this used to be terrence howard john they get it hang on a second they used to be terrence howard but <laughs> <laughs> he's got a big card with his face on it this guy before <laughs> this guy now they're not the same this but guy they are this guy now it's this guy. I'm like, first I got to deal with the fact that this robot keeps replacing Tony Stark. <laughs> now we got two separate actors. <laughs> yeah, my favorite part about this movie is they they so heavy handedly like because Terrence is in like Tony Stark's little um, shop and he looks over and there's like the Mark II suit. Yeah, and he's like he stares at it and everyone's like, oh, "Is he gonna next get in time, it, baby? <laughs> next time, baby?" And then there was never a next time. <laughs> <laughs> So I was looking up why he didn't reprise the role as Rhodey. He didn't like to fly? Oh, I didn't find an answer. I just said that I was looking it up. Oh, right now. The truth is out there. I'll wait. (laughs) Terrence Howard, on why he didn't return, said, quote, It turns out that the person I helped become Iron Man, when it was time to re-up for the second one, took the money that was supposed to go to me and pushed me out. And so... Howard continued to say, as if it wasn't bad enough, uh, we did a three-picture deal, so that that means that you do the deal ahead of time and sign the contract. So it was going to be a certain amount for the first one, a certain amount for the second, and a certain for the third. They came to me with the second and said, look, we'll pay you one-eighth of what we contractually had you for. Oh, man. Because we think the second one will be successful with or without you. And That's always uh, encouraging to hear. Yeah. And so it's just like, oh, boy. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I I, I doubt hmm. that it was as much of, you know, Robert Downey Jr. saying, I'm going to take the money as much as the studio saying, hey, look, uh, we realize you're not as important as this guy and we need to keep him on the line. So and they said, hit the roadie, <laughs> hit the roadie, roadie. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's it's funny looking back on this, too, after all these movies, because it's hard to imagine another actor playing Rhodey yeah. now than Don Cheadle. Yeah. I mean, he's done such a good job with it. He kind of just, he really hit the ground running with that role. And I think probably by the end of like Iron Man two, you're like, Oh, right. Terrence Howard. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I forgot about that guy. Yeah. Rhodey doesn't really hit the ground running much anymore these days though. You know, <laughs> fake legs and all that jazz. Who? <laughs> See, another thing, I picture in, we're jumping way ahead, 
Infinity okay. War. When yeah. We've, we've got all the... Uh, That's quite a bit ahead. Yes. I know, like, we start at the beginning, and I'm like, why don't we go to the almost very end? Uh, when Thanos is just demolishing everybody. And mm-hmm. do you remember, uh, it shows Don Cheadle inside the suit. Yeah. And, like, he's just getting, like, he's getting his ass handed to him by Thanos and all that stuff. And I don't know how well Terrence Howard could pull that off. Uh, he's He's very... I want to say his facial expressions aren't quite up to par with what Don Cheadle's able to pull off. He's a lot more yeah. stern character than, or stern actor than Cheadle brings to the table. We've only ever seen Terrence Howard's version of um, I forgot his name now. Rhodey. Rhodey. Uh, <laughs> I guess in just this one movie. So yeah, he's kind of like a stick in the mud in this though. He's not. I mean, honestly, if you're friends with Tony Stark in this movie, like. <laughs> the Tony Stark before like his character change in Iron right. Man one, then I guess you'd be too. You're just sick of his shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, damn it, I'm just trying to do my job and now you're on the bottom of a fighter jet. <laughs> I love that part. Go home. Hello, <laughs> it's me. It's me. It's who? It's me. You asked who who it was in the suit. It's me. <laughs> it's it's me. <laughs> Yeah, he's he is good in this. Like I'm not I don't want to take that away from him, but again, you know, we this is all we got to see him as. We didn't see him develop like we saw Cheadle, so but I I am perfectly fine with that switch up, you know. I mean, they pulled it off. Yeah, like you said, plus Don can he always offers some of that sarcasm back. Yeah. Which is always great, so feels very organic. Yeah. yeah. Who else we got? Oh right. We got the big <laughs> the big bad boy. Ooh. Uh, Jeff Bridges. <laughs> Obadiah he, Stone. What are these names? Might as well just call, like, Jimmy Scar over one eye. Like, <laughs> Obadiah more Fly in the ointment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Johnny Murderer. <laughs> bad guy. <laughs> guy bad. Ooh, played by Guy Pierce. Yes. <laughs> third one. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. I thinking of Jeff Bridges as a, a villain uh, is hard to do because, you know, before this we had obviously the biggest one, Big Lebowski, which is pretty awesome. They bring that up in Endgame. Yeah. But he calls uh, the Thor Out of Lebowski. the way, Lebowski. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, picturing him as a bad guy is pretty hard to do, but he's good at it. He is, um, and that's it's kind of one of my my gripes about some of this movie is that he he plays such a good, um, like s- subtly deliciously evil kind of behind the scenes villain to like in the third act, which I think suffers the most in this yeah. film. We, we he goes yeah, again from this nice twisted kind of evil but just kind of conniving villain to like this full, full on hulking, <laughs> I call rabid dog like character in like a matter of minutes. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's just like, I'm going to kill you, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> How ironic, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, that's one of my gripes with it. That, I liked how that speech started up. It was a little, you know, heavy-handed, but again, this is the first mm-hmm. MCU villain. But I, how ironic, Tony, you're trying to rid the world of weapons, and you ended up building the greatest one. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. stop, stop, and now stop. 
I'm Which going. Which I'm wearing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to kill, like, kill you with it. <laughs> it's just like. Yeah. That's yeah. fairly. That's pretty much implied. Yeah. At this point, Jeff. <laughs> You're like. And you gave out its best one yet. And now. I'm going to shake your hand. <laughs> Damn fine engineering, Tony. Damn fine machine. <laughs> Give you a big hug. <laughs> Yeah, he's like I love I love the scene where he takes his arc reactor out. That's so oh yeah, delicious. And you know he's behind the hit on him, and he, and when he's got Pepper in the office and he's trying to be oh, yeah. subtle about it, that part is like I was it's watching so that. I'm like, good. it's got a lot of draw. It's stressful to see her go through that. And it's like, oh, he's so evil right here, but like. He's still trying to play it off like he's the good guy mm-hmm. here, you know. He can't. He can't go full blown. Yeah. Uh, still trying to ironmonger. <laughs> yes. Or is it is it ironmonger or is he war war machine ironmonger? Yeah. yeah. But uh, he even says the name in this movie. We get a we get a name ah. uh, shout out. He goes, "You and me, Tony, we're ironmongers." And I was like, "Ah." He That's, said the name. It's the name of the movie. Because <laughs> you, you monger the iron. You're That's a, how it works. And he dry, he rides in that humongous robot suit. <laughs> Look at that humongous thing. <laughs> I like that. I bet That's it is be made of iron. <laughs> okay, if you were Tony Stark, would you rather fight Iron Monger or Iron Mongo? Ooh, Mongo. Me, Mongo. From, from Blazing, Blazing Saddles. Saddles. I don't know. He's a horse-punching son of a gun. Uh, Imagine how many horses he could punch if he were in the Iron Monger or the Iron Mongo suit. <laughs> Instead of the Hulk he'd Buster, it'd be the so Horse many Buster. <laughs> See? We just line him up. <laughs> <laughs> a rocket-propelled punch. Mm, that's a tough one, because so you wanted to rid the world of horses, Tony. <laughs> See, that that would be because that's my only gripe with Jeff Bridges is that monologue at the end, and I agree he does just go full blown crazy by then. It doesn't happen as organically. Well, with Pepper Potts literally says that she's like he's gone insane. <laughs> she's and like he, and then two <laughs> seconds after that, he bursts through the ground <laughs> through the parking lot. <laughs> Where do you think you're going? <laughs> yeah, I'm like Jesus, dude. <laughs> Chill Calm out, down. Jeffy. Now, see if that was Jesus. Mongo, it'd be like, Tony, you make soup. You good? Now me kill you with soup. <laughs> I, I don't know. Mongo would be pretty easy. And he beats him with a horse. <laughs> He'd be pretty easy to stoop. You know, because uh, the sheriff in Blazing Saddles gets him with the Candy Graham bomb. Tony could be that like... That's true. He could also get him with a more advanced Candy Graham bomb. So I'm going to have to go with Iron Mongo. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you think this is the best of the Iron Man trilogy? Um, based on my memory... Probably, yeah. I'd say so. Uh, a lot of people dog on Iron Man 3, but it's been a long time since I've seen that. I think my gripe when I watched Iron Man 3 was the fact that he was not in the suits for most of the movie. I didn't mind that. But, I mean, I get why. Yeah. My gripe was the Mandarin. 
I yeah, he sucked. Gosh, they ruined like the biggest Iron Man villain by turning him into a joke. Which don't get me wrong, Ben Kingsley was amazing in that movie. He was hilarious yeah. when he got you know exposed for what he really is. But I'm like, when that happened, I was like, okay, yeah, you had like this badass villain and you turned him into a joke. Also, Guy Pierce doesn't wear socks with dress shoes, so he's the real villain. I feel like that'd be really hot. Uh, I know that's a thing, oh, but I, I've never been on that train. No, I, I'm not a fan. Smell of, really bad. I'm not a fan of feeling my own sweat. It's just true. Like, oh, why? Do you, why does it squeak so much when you walk? Is it the shoes? Yes, but not for the reason you think. That's actually my soaked sweat feet rubbing against the interior leather. Right against them, pure leather. <laughs> It's actually, I know how hard they are to get off. It's like moisturizing the cow skin, bringing it back to life. I mean, you got to cut those suckers off, I imagine, because <laughs> they're, they're stuck to your feet. Oh, Surely. Either that or you just got to sit around and cool down with them on until you can properly peel them off. And then it smells like a dairy farm in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people do it. You do you. Whatever. No, wear socks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a strict sock wearing policy we're enacting. Oh boy. Um, speaking of like Terrence Howard, uh, d- is there any other movies you can think of that recast roles like between mm-hmm. franchise, like in franchise? I'm trying to remember what. Oh, yeah. Well, one of them, the next movie that came out in the MCU is an example. So. Uh, the Incredible Hulk, which I haven't seen yeah. in a long time, uh, famously had Edward Norton do it. And then they said, hit the roadie. <laughs> do you know why? Hulky? Do you know why they got rid of Edward Norton? Isn't Edward Norton just like a terrible person to work with? Is yeah. That right? Yeah, he kept rewriting the script as they were filming. Isn't that like not his job at all? Yeah, that is definitely not his job. He's like, okay, and what if instead of me turning green and into a giant monster, someone just walks on set and hands me actual real money, just a big pile of it. <laughs> and then I'll just take that to my house and we'll film that and then I get to keep it and we'll call that a wrap. <laughs> It'll be good. How about that? I think that's good. That's good? You guys aren't nodding your head, but I feel like you want to. Mr. Norton, we've gone through these stacks of the rewritten script and all you've done is... Cut out the last half of the movie and replace it with the original script for Fight Club. Look, just go with it. <laughs> just go with it. But also, give me a big stack of money. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh. yeah. So, obviously, that's one because they recast with Mark Ruffalo, which I think was a pretty good... Yeah. I, th- I like that recasting. Absolutely. I I just never thought... And again, this is just my my idea of like what Bruce Banner should look like, but it, I, I just felt like Ed, Edward Norton didn't look like Bruce Banner to me. No. I can't really explain why, but <sighs> I think Mark Ruffalo fills that pretty well. Mark Ruffalo's can be funny. Yeah. He can be serious. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Edward Norton. I don't see that as much. Yeah. He's What's always kind of dorky, I guess. Like I, yeah. I don't mind Edward Norton. I like a lot of movies I've seen him in. But he was too dorky for that, which, you know, not in the right way. Mark Ruffalo pulled off that dorky, nerdy kind of, but yet grappling with his emotions. And yeah, there you go. Where Edward Norton is just like, shut up. He just comes across as a dick. Shut up. 
He's like, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Ah, just assumed you were angry this whole time because I don't like you. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't like you at all times, really. <laughs> I wouldn't like you when you're happy, sad, whatever emotions you got. Throw them they out actually, there. I'll tell you whether or not I like you. Spoiler alert, it's no. They actually changed that tagline for Edward Dorton. He just walks up and goes, you wouldn't like me. Right. Like, right. Yep. Duly noted. Marvel's like, if only we could have known that earlier. <laughs> uh, if you would have just told us. Uh, yeah, I don't like the look. I, we should probably watch that. Yeah. Book, but I don't like the look. I honestly think the Hulk from 2003 looks better than 2008 Hulk. Yeah, can you think of any any other recasts? Uh, I mean, within a single film series, no, but... What comes to mind is uh, all the different variations of Spider-Man that we've gotten. Cause True. It's pretty short time span. You know, we got Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and now Tom Holland. And mm-hmm. I didn't mind Andrew Garfield. I think he was a good Spider-Man in the wrong and poorly made movies, which they weren't even that poorly made. I still yeah. liked them, but they weren't definitely not what we've got now. They didn't feel like MCU-style films they were missing something Um, i was never really on board for those films either because i feel like we just got i think we just got spider-man 3 was no seven and i'm trying to remember when the first amazing spider-man was if that was in like 2010 or i think so 2009 it was close to the 2010 2011 but i was like just stop making spider-man yeah for a while like holy cow I get it. People didn't like Spider-Man 3, but like... Yeah. Good was, God. There was too much going on there. 2012 Uncle was... Ben died more times. <laughs> yeah. And that's the one thing that... We were talking about that when we were re-watching the MCU here. Uh, with the new Spider-Man, they're just like, look, everybody already knows his storyline. Let's just get on with it. And I'm like, you know what? That works extremely well. And then they're like, plus, we're going to give you some Tony... You guys like Tony, hey, right? Tony. <laughs> hey, Tony. Uh, Spider, yeah, but Peter Parker just walks up. He's like, look, guys, okay, my uncle's dead. What more do you want? <laughs> also, I like how in all the Spider-Man films, Aunt May gets progressively younger. Yeah. And one, she's like a walking skeleton. <laughs> uh, the next one, it's uh, it's Sally Field, which, yeah. damn, good casting. Yeah. Uh, Sally Field, and then this one, Marissa Tomei. I was like, she's yeah. just getting younger. The next one, Spider-Man's going to be older than Aunt May. <laughs> um, oh, another comic book recast I did remember is, um, uh, what's her name? Rachel in The Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, it was what's her face? Tom Cruise's old wife in the first Batman, Batman Begins. It was. I don't know her name. but Katie the, Holmes. And then Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, or Yeelenhaal. get it right, please. I have another recast. Um, Okay, what's that? Hit uh, me. Thor's Hit me. Hit me. Uh, didn't Thor's love interest change? The actress? Yeah, I don't think it wasn't a recast though. It wasn't. She a just recast. didn't. She just stopped appearing. Oh man, I thought. One. Yeah, that's it's, right. Um, Natalie. Portman. Natalie Portman. I thought that they had Apparently, someone else play her, and mm. yeah, that's right. She just never. Now they just back. mentioned that she's like off surfing or something. I don't know. <laughs> she's, she's on house uh, house arrest, just like Ant yeah. Man and. And Hawkeye and she beat up a hobo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, apparently she's coming back for Thor four. Otherwise, it's the hardest, the hardest movie to say. Thor four. Thor four. Four. 
Thor number four. <laughs> Thor, Thor, Thor. Therefore. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I read Thor about that. Thor, therefore. It's because yeah. she didn't fulfill her contract. She signed a three movie contract. Uh, and they had her at gunpoint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Ragnarok, she didn't fulfill it uh, mm-hmm. in there. And so she was like, I'll come back for. Granted, the last Thor. movie she was in was Thor 2, and that movie, Ugh. from what I can remember, was not great. It wasn't great. So but after that, we'd probably all just be like, eh. No. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of the seconds suffered a lot. Iron Man 2, Thor The Dark mm-hmm. World. Uh, yeah. Captain America 2 is the exception to that. That is. And I will say Guardians 2, but we don't have a third one to gauge that. So when I said a lot of them, I mean two of them suffer. <laughs> well, I we guess, I guess we don't I, know about yeah, Doctor Strange Yeah, I didn't yet. like Amp. Yeah, uh, that's true. It was Sam Raimi, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. He's apparently directing that. That should be interesting. Yeah, hopefully My we thought don't is, get... Again, we're not, we Spider-Man haven't even 3. been talking about Iron Man for like <laughs> yeah. 12 minutes. But... With Sam Raimi directing Spider-Man, or not Spider-Man. He did, though. <laughs> Stranger Man. Stranger Man uh, Doctor Strange 2, and it's the multiverse of madness. Do you think we'll get like a Tobey Maguire cameo as Spider-Man in oh. some sort of different multiverse? I would love... I don't know if that's how that works, but I thought of that the other day, and I was like, that would be cool, and I think that would be the way... That would make the most sense. I would love to see that. Uh, there, if people it's have, just a brief cameo, or yeah. you know, I I think that would be great. The internet's been a flutter with talks of there's got to be a an MCU film that has all three Spider Men in it, and I think that'd, that'd be, be great. Cool. Yeah, I think there's from what I read, it seems like there's very few people that'd be against that. Yeah, I think if all the actors were in it and it if Marvel could work it into it where it made sense. Yeah. Do it. I mean, look at how popular, um, into the spider verse. Yes. I mean, uh, so I was going to use it as an example. It's like they had a pig spider man. I think they can pull <laughs> yeah, off, which is outrageous. Yeah. But like, if you tell me that before, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> but then watching that movie, it fits and he's great. It's a fantastic character. John Mulaney does the voice. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, speaking of cartoon, what did you think of the CGI in Iron Man? How well do you think uh, that holds up? I think it holds up really well. I and I think there are some reasons for that. I think this is a good example of knowing when and when not to use practical effects and when to use CG. Because based on what I've read through, they, they used a lot of practical stuff. They built practical suits. Mm-hmm. They built practical sets they had them on wires you know doing stuff yeah um and then knowing a blend of like okay well now this suit can't physically do that so let's cg this in which is great i think that shows because it's it all looks believable all these suits look amazing i think some of it looks a little bit better than later movies yeah um it's it's it again it's kind of astonishing there's only like one or two scenes where i'm like yeah um, so like the scene where he's uh, finally suiting into the Mark II, so it's the all chrome version when yeah. he's about to take his flight. Uh, I saw that they had actually they had actually built that full suit, but okay. it couldn't do all the little like the flaps opening and right, you know, letter slot opening. 
microwave door closing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Headlights. So they, they filmed, they filmed, you know, it go, the camera going around it, uh, actually like practically, and then use that for reference for the CG guys. So then they were able to get lighting. They were able to get all that sort of information that was real. It was mm-hmm. uh, accurate. So good stuff. I think it shows. Yeah. Um, what about you? You like it? Think I, it works? I think it was great. The only, uh, it was actually a practical effect that they used. There was only one scene where for a second I kind of, uh, you can tell that's fake. And that's when he's, it's not even with the suit. It's when Pepper is changing out his chest core. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> it's and, like a fake, he's got a fake chest. Yeah. And so I was reading up. I'm like, okay, I could be wrong. Maybe not. But, you know, I could be right. So I was reading up No, they up actually carved a hole <laughs> in Danny Jr.'s chest. He's devoted. I was like, maybe, you know, they they did some overlapping CGI with just the core and that's really his chest. But I was like, it doesn't look like any normal mm-hmm. humans torso. It's kind of like sunk. Yeah. <laughs> like sunk down. Yeah. I'm like, his yeah, head is you know, too he's vertical. Like, he's in the chair. He's, yeah. He's, he's either at like an angle or yeah. yeah, like upright in the chair. And then that's just attached to him. Yeah. There. And so I was, they, I love that they use practical effects. That's why I don't dog on it because I think that if you're putting in the work for practicality, then, you know, the sky's the limit. That's great. Uh, but uh, so oh, I was reading up. Man. Hey, I mean, he goes beyond <laughs> better work on that ice problem. Tink. Uh, <laughs> he's get clanged. <laughs> get clanged. Iron man says, <laughs> that's what he Big says. Iron man. That's what he says. That's actually the final line of the movie in the original director's cut. When he's like, get- the truth is get clanged. <laughs> Everyone's just like, We've got more questions. <laughs> uh, but so they, they, he was in the chair. They had a prosthetic chest. And then they put a direct light pointed directly at the chest core to hide the seams on the fake chest. Oh, And so I went back okay, and yeah. rewatched it. And I'm like, that works. That works really well. They hide the seams, but it's just that it doesn't. It looks unnatural as a prosthetic. But I still like it. It's still... Hey, I mean, hey, you know, I can't promise I'd have good posture if my chest was open <laughs> yeah. and someone was reaching down into it. Yeah. So I might be slouching just a little. <laughs> just a wee bit. You know, might be a little Jeez. disconcerted if someone's sticking their hand into your body in through your chest hole. <laughs> also, I had a nickel. I, I think one of my favorite parts about, and it's the same with any MCU movie, but they really establish it here extremely well. This could have been a game changer. The sarcasm. And kind of the nonsense that's spit between the characters is oh, just, yeah. it, it lends nothing to the plot, but it just develops their relationships. And I think it's great in this scene right here because, you know, when she pulls the core out, he's in the middle of telling her, don't pull it out. And then she's like, is that bad? He's like, oh, no, I'm just going into cardiac arrest, you know, because you did exactly <laughs> what I told you not to do. Don't touch the sides and all that. And then she stops. She goes, it's going to be OK. Tony, I promise it's going to be okay. And he's like, yeah, okay, great. Can we get this going? <laughs> like, it's like it does nothing, but it's great because it adds that lightheartedness. It makes it more human because, I mean, the concept is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. That's that's what's good about this movie, too, is there's a lot of humor, but it's not in your face. And it's yeah. I don't know if it's just because it's it suits the character or maybe that's just Robert Downey Jr., selling it i mean yeah. honestly i think that's mostly him yeah it's, <laughs> i feel like he just is that character aside from being a big douchebag uh, just as far as like how he talks a mile a minute and oh yeah 
sarcastic and all that. I don't know. What else you got? Uh, well, aside from James Hetfield, Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark reserves the greatest facial hair ever. It is a cool... Yeah. I, it's because it, you don't... Any, I mean... Anybody can have handlebars. Anybody can have a goatee and stuff like that. But like you look at it, it's like, dude. What about, what about the Pringles guy? Mm. Where are you stacking him? That's <laughs> stacking. <Or> did... <laughs> <laughs> he's he's. I mean, tied I'm going to for... take some points away for having like a football shaped head. <laughs> and like the palest complexion ever. He needs some sunlight. It's true. He needs. Well, a... He's just in his factory making <laughs> chips all day. And eating them. That's why he's so oblong. He's just so malnourished. He's become a chip. (laughs) That's actually, I don't know if you know this. Here's a fun fact. The Pringles guy is uh, the Monopoly guy after he's been bankrupted. (laughs) He's living on Pringles. He didn't design them. He's living on them. (laughs) This is the only thing I have for sustenance. (laughs) I'm stuck living on Baltic Avenue eating these chips made out of cardboard. (laughs) I'd rather go to jail. Please. (laughs) been eating these small plastic houses <laughs> i won't even pass go please you could keep my 200 dollars. i'll walk i don't need to take the race car <laughs> what what i find funny about his that facial hair is like rob downey jr just wears it yeah it's in normal life he just like he just this is mine now yeah <laughs> he's like thanks i'm gonna keep this <laughs> yeah, this is mine um and it changes with every film. Like, it's still the same general idea, but it's, you know, little things. He's like, I'm going to add a hook yeah, occasionally here. He's got, yeah, occasionally he's got a little, it goes up a little higher, yeah. you know? It's like a, it's kind of a semi-beard. Yeah. Uh, what does his dad call it? A beatnik beard? Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, like, he's like, he's got a kind of a, in, uh, a, hippie, a hippie beard, hippie beard. That's what it is. <laughs> Not one of those beatniks, um, are you? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just going to give you a hug. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he he rocks it. He's got some style. He does. Uh, yeah, I think again this. I think this holds up really well. I think this is probably one of the best. I think it's one of the better origin stories. I think it's one of the better MCU movies overall. Yes, that I can think of right now. Uh, just because the, the character development is is really good. They there's a, obviously a stark huh. contrast. Heyo, got him. Uh, stark contrast between who he was before and and after. Like there's there's a an actual big change, and then like you see how his his change moment has affected him later on. Like um, here's here's one for you. Where do you think where do you think he actually became Iron Man? Um. In, is it the end when he says, I am Iron Man? Is it when he puts on his big, weldy helmet in the first one? I think it's in between. I think that it is when he's in the cave with uh, Ho Yinsen, and uh, he, okay. he thanks him for saving his life. When, I mean, he's dying. When Ho Yinsen's dying, um, I had to look up his thanks. name. <laughs> and, and he goes, uh, uh, he, he's like, thanks, by the way, for saving my life. And Ho Yinsen goes, no problem. He said it just and then like dies. That. Yeah. And then he dies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, when he tells him, don't waste your life. And, like, you see mm-hmm. his face in that moment. Like, he smiles. And right there, it's like, ooh, somebody, something changed. <laughs> Something's what? different. What happened? Uh, 
And so it's like right there, it's like, okay, I don't know if he's fully Iron Man yet, but that's the moment where he's like, all right, I'm going to start straightening up and flying straight. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, so I thought, I noticed this actually when I was watching it too. My, my thought is that uh, I picked up on it when he's in his man cave in his house. Ah. But he's watching, he's watching like a newsreel and he's working on that arm piece that he's got on. And he, ah. You can just tell that it's eating him up. But then he looks, he sees his reflection and blasts it. Yeah. And so that moment, he's tearing away old Tony Stark, ushering in a new irony era and <laughs> so forth. He, That's all I got. He hit the anvil on the Iron Man head. <laughs> Iron Man. Yeah, it's a very metaphorical scene right there when he he's blasting stuff because he's like in this rage, and then he's like, "Not anymore." I also no no <laughs> not this time. I like how uh, his suit originally, you know, with the the oh my gosh, the hand blast metal <laughs> with oh. the Iron Man uh, with the hand <laughs> arcs, whatever. Uh, they're originally designed for okay. flight stabilization, and then they just kind of become weapons. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I was reading this about Paul Bettany too, because he's—I <laughs> know what you're going to say—he's in it. Um, according to this, it says he's never seen the film, yeah, and he's unfamiliar with the plot. Uh, he apparently he says Jarvis was the easiest job ever. It was almost like a robbery. Since he only worked for two hours, got paid a lot of money, and then went on vacation with his wife. <laughs> I found a quote where Who, he said he did. I guess also voiced the AI in Spider-Man Homecoming. Look at that. Oh, did he? No, not him. His wife. Oh. Oh, Karen. Right? That's not her name, but. No, no, no. That... Oh, his wife is Jennifer Connelly. No way! She was in the Hulk with Eric Bana. Yes, we we were just talking Whoa. about that. Small, what a small green world. What a what a small universe it is. Yeah, wow. Good for Paul Bettany. <laughs> hey, uh. <laughs> hey, just spitting facts. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. I I like how uh, also I was reading. I think we read the same article. <laughs> he he only did the voice because he owed a favor to John Favreau. Yeah, it was just like I'm gonna do you a favro and do this voice. <laughs> do you do you a favro of your own? <laughs> and he's like, just kidding. I don't want to be involved anymore. <laughs> you weird, weird man. You're fired, and I guarantee your wife will never work in the MCU again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think. She'll never appear physically. All right, I got a question for um, you. Speaking okay. of working and not working in the MCU, so. There were some other people who could have played Tony Stark. They were looking at, like, Tom Cruise and uh, Colin Farrell, Bad. I think, was an option, which would have been just the worst. I don't know. Especially with that first name. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> so if anybody else, living, I would prefer, but living or dead, <laughs> could play. He'd look more like the Iron Man from Spider-Man Far From Home. <laughs> oh, boy. Iron Zombie Man. Uh, <laughs> if any actor other than 
Robert Downey Jr. could play Tony Stark. Who Damn it, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> who would you choose? Robert Downey Sr. Uh, <laughs> hmm, who else would I pick? If not... Uh, my first thought is Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> but they're very they're very similar they as are. far as like Doctor Strange. Obviously, that's what made their pairing so good in Infinity War. Even Stephen Strange's origin story is fairly, you know similar the way he's you know this also unusual strange if you will <laughs> mr doctor I d- some might say i did it <laughs> i did it um hmm yeah i wouldn't go tom cruise no he's too crazy and terrible uh <laughs> you have to put like 10 foot lifts in his shoes <laughs> and put him on a lot of meds Apparently he's a very small man i don't know if he is or if it's just I don't know. Um, <laughs> God, who else would I pick? Do do. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like past comic book actors, like Christian Bale. And I was like, no, he's already played like a rich <laughs> billionaire with a fancy suit. Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> damn it. George Clooney. Damn it. Bill Kilmer. <laughs> Because uh, they gotta, they gotta have the snark. Again, Benedict Cumberbatch, maybe. Yeah. Uh, unless I can think of something better, which I can't. Me, because I want all the money. <laughs> I just want the memorabilia. <laughs> that's right. I'm a full suit. I can't. Yeah, that's the best I can do right now. What uh, do you have any in mind? I think we could get uh, a good Iron Man out of Leonardo DiCaprio. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, I found some others online. Some people suggested Johnny Depp, maybe. Okay. Uh, yeah, he could. I mean, he he's shown both sides of the spectrum where he could be serious but also silly. You know, he played a great Jack Sparrow. See, I think that that is my only issue with him. I think he might be a good Tony Stark for the Iron Man trilogy, but I, I can't see him as an Avenger and really feeding off the other people that we have. Not to the same True. level. I mean, Downey, Robert Downey Jr. is perfect. It doesn't get any mm-hmm. better than that. There's He's the dream choice for that, but I don't know. Uh, some other people said, and I, I could see this one, Bradley Cooper, even though he was Rocket. Okay. I, I think yeah, he yeah, could yeah. do that. What about Chris Pratt? I think would you throw would you throw Chris Pratt into a role like that? Uh, Is he too silly? I don't think that Chris Pratt could play a superhero. In fact, I don't think he could make it in the MCU. <laughs> I think like a leader, a leader of a team, even a lord of sorts. Uh, hmm. <laughs> Iron Lord, <laughs> Mister Lord, <laughs> Mister Lord. Uh, someone else said John Ham, and John Ham. Okay, maybe. Maybe. Did I throw him out for uh, possible Batman recap? Yes, you did. Yeah. That's right. Okay. John I Hamburger. Uh, <laughs> I, I think he could do it for Batman much better than Tony Stark because he's, he's got a yeah. lot drier humor. He's a little like, I don't mean this as an insult, but he's very slow. Yes. He's very methodical. Yeah, methodical. There we go. He's very stoic. And, and, you know, I could see him recast as maybe Ron Swanson. Before I could see him as Tony that's a, Stark. That's hilarious because I was just thinking of 
uh, Nick Offerman as playing Tony Stark. <laughs> before you mentioned that. Iron Man would be made out of wood. <laughs> and it would be the whole movie put a nice carving it by hand. on this. <laughs> the, the mouth slot at the bottom, you'd see mustache hairs coming out of it. <laughs> The truth is, I'm just not the hero type. <laughs> I am Iron Man. It wouldn't even be him. It'd be Duke Silver would be Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I refuse to supply weapons to the capitalist machine that is the government. <laughs> Tell you what, though. Nick Offerman could make a lot of stuff out of a box of scraps. <laughs> How do we get this far in and not mention the greatest line in cinema history? A box of scraps. Uh, <laughs> also, I like how you sent me that snap of him writing up what you describe. <laughs> the swag of Obadiah Stane. <laughs> this is a grown man with all the money in the world. He's got like a super nice suit on and it's just a full stogie. And he's, he, I get, was he, he's riding a Segway up. Segway, <laughs> and he's just got cigar in hand, in his mouth, like a smokestack. <laughs> it's the richest two-wheeled train you've ever seen. Oh, hey. But I guess at that point, you just start, you just stop caring. I don't know if you caught this. This is just something that popped up. Iron is in reference to metal. And the suit is metal. Thank you, George. You've been great. (laughs) (laughs) It took me a while, but yes, I did. Okay. I don't know if you caught it, but Tony Stark is actually the guy inside of the suit. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, are you telling me that it's not a robot? Actually, they they cut the ending scene short when he goes, I am Iron Man. There's actually another four seconds of that scene where he rips his face off, and it's the Iron Man mask (laughs) underneath that. <laughs> There's a lot more red on the suit than I remember. <laughs> Would you like a cheeseburger? And then one comes out of his mouth. <laughs> out of that single small slot. It's like a like a Play-Doh press. Like, I feel like a fruit by the foot. <laughs> like a burger. A burger roll up. <laughs> Would you like mustard? <laughs> Just a shotgun blast of mustard. Just a dense ball. <laughs> so many dead bodies. Chest arcs a slice of cheese. <laughs> uh, what were we talking oh, about? Oh, right, right. I was like, I don't remember what I was talking about. Uh, the the organization that Obadiah Stain hired Stain to kill Enterprises. Tony. <laughs> I guess you could call. I guess you could call uh, Tony Stark a stain remover. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit of tied to go action. <laughs> All right, this has been fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, see ya. <laughs> oh man, stain remover. That's pretty good. What were we talking about again? <laughs> it's like we've gotten away from this twice. I swear. I swear it's important. What's the name of the organization that Obadiah Stane employed to kill Tony Stark? Did you catch that? Iron Man. There. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about the ten, the ten rings? Yeah, the ten rings. 
Um, yeah, they're. I like how they're in it from the very beginning. Yeah, they've. That's who the organization is for the Mandarin and the Olympics. The, <laughs> uh, they are the original something owners that have to do of, with Jared of Audi. You know, their logos on the front of all the Audis. <laughs> yeah, uh, probably something to do with a circus. <laughs> The Ten Ringling Brothers. No, I was going to say the, the Ten Ringling <laughs> Brothers of Barnum and Bailey. Those uh, damn bastards. But we've got uh, the upcoming Marvel film, uh, Shang-Chi, or Zhang-Chi, Shang-Chi. Bless you. Shang-Chi very much. And <laughs> Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings in uh, coming out next year. I never... Legend has it they were just Guy Pierce the whole time. <laughs> Such a cop-out. Hey, I, not really a cop out, but a, a misuse of a good villain, I should say. True. Ugh. Just toss, Lame. just smash the Mandarin yeah. oranges. But yeah, we've got the ten rings <laughs> from the first film. Shang Chi uh, should be interesting. I don't know. I know nothing about Shang Chi. I know even less than he's that. A, <laughs> he's a man, and he likes to do some kung fu. Yeah. But other than that, that's all I got. He likes a good. He doesn't like eight rings. <laughs> He doesn't like nine rings. Not a fan of the Olympics. He doesn't even, yeah, not a really big fan of the Olympics. Probably not a fan of the circus. Um, unless they up the rings. Hates phones. Yes. He, Shang-Chi's not a guy who's going to answer his phone. <laughs> That's what the whole the movie first is. Ring. It's him sitting there staring at a phone, counting the rings until it hits ten, and then he goes, He's just click. testing people's patience. <laughs> he just picks it up and drops it back on the receiver. It's not even a new phone. It's an old rotary phone. (laughs) (laughs) Cling. The infinity phone. Is he he dialing someone or is someone trying to call him and he's just waiting going, I got to let, is he like OCD where he's got to let it, let it go for 10 rings. That is actually the final scene in the movie. That's a big reveal. You find out that he's been calling himself the whole time as he pulls a cell phone from underneath the desk at which he's sitting. He goes, it was me the whole time. It zooms in on his face. Plop. Cling <laughs> <laughs> as he answers him, puts the phone down. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. He just looks at the MCU. phone and goes, Marvel. <laughs> this has been an MCU film. The post credit scene. What have is, we done? Is nothing. Him sitting there just while the phone does ring. Bag of money. <laughs> With the dollar signs on the side. With Edward Norton's name on it. <laughs> this is leftover Norton money. <laughs> there was a lot of it. He, uh... He... he <laughs> when he got angry, he wanted some green. Oh. He got green when he was angry. <laughs> hey uh, I've done it again. We've done it, folks. Um... Well, at least you don't say yes. the most famous tagline of the Hulk in a different language. And that's, what is that? Give me some money? Is that, <laughs> oh. Isn't that the only time they say it in Eric Bana's Hulk? Or does he? I guess he does say it. No, no, no. He says it, he to, says it at the end with the world's worst fake beard on. Uh-huh. And that frog looks, for some reason on his shoulder. Frog? There's a, when we rewatch it, you'll hell? see in Eric Bana's Hulk, a tree frog climbs out of his hat. Or something. Not making it up. What are you on? Oh, I guarantee sure. it. Have you, lick, have you been licking tree frogs? Maybe that's what... Maybe that's... This whole... Okay, I get the Hulk now. 2003. It's all been a toad-licking hallucination. 
a totally <laughs> different movie than what I'm thinking of. Uh, I'm not crazy. It's one of the first things you type in. Hulk 2003 and then type F frog. Oh, wait. I guess a frog does a explode. A frog crawls out of his head. <laughs> I, f- I remember the frog exploding. Now I'm worried that I'm insane and that I made this all up. <laughs> all right. Hang on one second. I've got a Dude, I'm totally not crazy. A frog crawls out of his hat? Yes, a frog crawls out of his hat. I'm watching it happen right now. Okay, so if you Google Hulk 2003 ending, uh, and you'll see it with his majestic beard that they look like they ripped directly off Sean Connery's face without his permission, and then applied it with a glue stick. It's off of his head. It was what was left of his hair. And that was like 30 years earlier, so they just had it in storage. They kept it a little all this cardboard time. box. And they're like, I need a beard! And they're like, we got Sean Connery's old head hair if you want that. <laughs> we'll glue that to your chops. And, and he's like, yes, it'll look great. <laughs> then, only, I'll only wear that if we can put a frog on my hat. Which definitely happens! Oh boy. Movie yeah. stuff. I think one of the best, like special effects kind of moves that they ever made was to like show Tony's face in the HUD like kind of yes. setups that they have because they easily could have not done that mm-hmm. and they could have easily also just not made the film and they easily could have made a different film they could have made actors. a Disney Mickey Mouse movie completely true <laughs> but they chose to do this and I think that was, yeah, I think it was a great decision because you, you get those facial interactions. You were just talking about that yeah. scene with uh, Don Cheadle. Yeah, in Endgame. Thanos is crushing uh, War Machine, and you, it could have just been a shot from the outside, but no, they go into his HUD and you see his face yeah. and you get that extra bit of humanity in those scenes. And I think that was great. I, I watched a video on how they came up with all that and how the look of it, and I think it's great because it's all got little... You know, little things kind of flying around. Yeah, like what he's seeing. Like numbers that actually, yeah, yeah, it's it's great. It's That's probably one of the the better, like, artistic things they, they thought of. And I think that's great. Because, again, you keep the humanity of that role. You get to see the actor acting as opposed to just like, well, he's Iron Man for a while. Just go sit over here and record some dialogue. Wait. Um so you're telling me whenever it showed those shots, that means that Tony Stark was inside that suit? It was, as opposed, yes, it was him and not a robot. Um, Did you hear that dead horse galloping in? Yes. <laughs> it then shoots a cheeseburger out <laughs> of his face. Uh, no, that, yeah, I. it's become such a... Uh, you know, a standard in the rest of the MCU, even when the Hulk's in the Hulkbuster, you know, when he's yeah. like, screw you, you big green asshole, and he won't change and all that. Yeah. We get to see that inside. And Can you imagine if they decided, you know, just do the outside? We'd be like, I don't know what's going on right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell's going on in I there? I think that he's like taking a, trying to figure out how to take a dump in the suit. And <laughs> which they, they just put like, they put old timey, uh, old-timey like dialogue boxes at the bottom like in silent movies <laughs> a, a dialogue <laughs> card like... covers the screen <laughs> yeah with the entertainer just a lot of hand movements in silence and then the dialogue comes up. 
They easily could have done that. I think that would have been the better route. I, yeah, I wish that they had. That's my gripe about it, that they didn't do that. <laughs> I'm writing John Favreau right now. <laughs> the sounds, too, just in general. You know, the arc reactor sounds and the sound of his hand charging mm-hmm. before the blast. Uh, but I think the big one is the hammer on the anvil. Because oh, yeah. we get that at the, I guess, the post credit scene of Endgame. It's the last thing you yeah, hear. Yeah. And so it's like, that's like the, the beginning and the end. And it's just a simple sound, but it's like, oh, yeah, that's the Iron Man sound. It was actually them pounding down what was left over of Edward Norton's gold <laughs> that he had. Uh, <laughs> that he required he be paid in somewhat. Some money, but then some actual bars of gold. <laughs> So they're hammering that down. I I remember so that scene. They just the left. Too. They just left it recording, and they figured they might as well. <laughs> if you listen closely, you can hear him whining in the background. <laughs> I wanted more gold. <laughs> There's too much green I'm in this Edward movie. This isn't green at all. Uh, it's supposed to be green, and you're giving me gold. I, I'm Edward Norton. That's what he says after every sentence. Uh, I'm 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 drawing a comparison here between Edward Norton and John Cusack. They are similar. In the wow, I never. That's why I don't like Edward Norton. Probably yeah. too. Uh, They're actually the same person. They interchange roles. If you look closely at Hulk 2003, they modeled the Hulk after John Cusack. John Cusack, and I'm. I hate that you made me talk about. This guy. It actually, first off. I bet you could taste the shit in your mouth when you say his name. <laughs> A sack of it. Yes. <laughs> um, John Cusack looks like if Edward Norton were wearing a very loose uh, <laughs> Richard Nixon mask. <laughs> and you would have John Cusack. Which is funny because I think John Cusack played uh, Richard Nixon in a like a TV movie or a movie? Really? Yeah, I think he did. Huh? Are you sure? What was it? It wasn't. It wasn't the Frost Nixon movie because that was uh, some other guy I can't think of. <laughs> that was Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon. Yes. Okay. <laughs> there terrifying. was another celebrity that played Nixon that didn't look like him. I know what's his name from Breaking Bad. Wow. The guy who played Skyler. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Woody Harrelson with a wig on. <laughs> no, uh, the hell's his name? Brian Cranston. There we go. Oh, uh, Brian Cranston played LBJ in a movie. Franklin Jella played Nixon and Frost Nixon. Yeah, Frost Nixon. <laughs> I am not a crook, but I am frosty. Frosty Nixon, one of those frosty. It's boys. A, it was a it was a story of how Richard Nixon went to Wendy's, <laughs> ordered a big frosty, as he was known to do, which is why they called him Frosty Nixon. <laughs> today's history lesson. Um, yeah, for life me, I can't think of it. But some other celebrity played someone one time. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm. I might be just thinking of John Cusack. Honestly, he played. He did play Nixon in Are something. Are you sure? Yeah. Look it up. It was. It was very not okay. It was subpar. 
All right. He had a big. He had a big nose. And a really stereotypical Nixon voice. All right. I just now googled John Cusack, Richard Nixon, and Google's pops up. It just says he's lying. He's lying, Robbie. It never happened. I was like, what? It is. Why would? Oh my god. That's horrifying. He looks like a burn victim. <laughs> What the hell? It's called The Butler. Oh, that movie. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. What the hell? Because it's a butler in the White House, and then, you know, over the years, so different presidents are in there. Yeah, and he plays John, or yeah, Richard Nixon plays John Cusack. Are you sure it's not called that because his face looks like a butt? Where? Oh, that is awful. Yeah, it's pretty not great. Alan Rickman played Ronald Reagan. That's pretty terrifying. There we go. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that, I think I was just, I think I was thinking of this entire movie. That looks the pretty whole good. Time. Like Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall, Mr. Potter. Because that was one too. Mr. It Potter, came up, and I was like, "What wall. the hell?" That is. And then that famous part when uh, Ronald Reagan is dangling from the edge of the White House. <laughs> Bruce Willis, and he goes, "Now I off. have a machine gun." Ho ho. Alan Rickman. Yippee ki Mr. President. <laughs> Gosh, that is horrifying. U.S. history. Ugh. Yeah. Isn't it? You're welcome. That's scary. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, I'd say to get back on Iron Man. So we'll get to the end of Iron Man. I think this has, this kind of set the precedent for these films. It has... I think one of the a really good uh, end credit scene. Um, they're in Tony's mansion, and then uh, Sam Jackson comes out of like the shadows. He's like, "You think you're the only superhero in the world, ah, or something?" Yes, you son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> you think you're the only motherfucking superhero? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then yeah, it talks about starting the Avenger Initiative. So that it's always like it's kind of crazy to me how early on. They were kind of gunning for yeah. that. Yeah, it was because I. Sorry, it's a kind of a ballsy move because I always mm-hmm. wonder what if this flopped, what if Iron Man flopped and they had to start over. The studios were like, "We can't go with this because you know a lot of people turned down the writing role for this because it's Iron Man. You know, now Iron Man's a household name, but at the time he was a pretty obscure." Mm-hmm superhero compared to the others and it's just you know what if it flopped that's kind of a ballsy move but i mean obviously it didn't but like you said that's a lot of work that they've been putting in for you know over 10 years yeah i mean it it wouldn't be the first time something like that happened though because i think at the end of amazing spider-man 2 they were like foreshadowing the like what they call the sinister six yeah that's right and they, they set up a lot of stuff they never were able to kind of expound upon because there's, like, some random dude in a bowler hat. You don't know who yeah. he is. And it's like, oh, it's this big mystery. Fred over here is walking around, and there's then they go past, a, like, some rooms, and there's, like, the vulture wings and That's the, right. I think, the uh, Doctopus Octopus arms. Yeah. And some other stuff. So it's like, they're kind of just like, uh, they just got uh, venom in the jar. <laughs> he's like, hey. But yeah, no, they had, they had S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, kind of set up from the beginning, obviously with Agent Coulson in this movie. Yeah. And 
He's going through his whole spiel about how long the name is. And it's... Yeah, Southampton Institute of Electronics and Legalizing Ducks. Uh, yeah, it's funny how Shield's a household name now, but at the time when that came out, I was like, ah, obviously I, it's I a big deal because he goes, just Shield. Like that. I'm like, that's that means something. What? I don't know, but it means something. I've just been introduced He's to Iron about Man. Captain America. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's that's what's it's crazy to like. It just shows you how much these movies have had effect on like popular culture. Because I, I wasn't a big comic fan before, right. and I mean, I knew who Cam, Cap, I knew who Captain America was. I knew who Captain America was, and you know, Superman and Batman and all those Marvel heroes. Just <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like I said, I I probably didn't really know much about Iron Man, which is weird to think back on. Yeah, him, but uh, like I watched, definitely didn't know who Nick Nick Fury no. was. I mean, I watched the Iron Man cartoon in the '90s, uh, but mm. I wasn't a huge fan of it. It was always Spider Man and Batman, and I never liked Captain America. I didn't like. I mean, most of these characters when I was a kid. I didn't like most Marvel characters, you know, or most of the Avengers, mm-hmm. at least. They're always just kind of, meh. It was always DC, but, I mean, the MCU obviously has changed that. These incarnations are damn near perfect. Even a, even a hero like Ant-Man can come along yeah. eventually, and uh, I really like that first Ant-Man oh, yeah. movie. I, I like them both, but. but that was a character that even when they announced Ant-Man movie, I was like, here we go. This is where it all starts to go downhill. And then I saw it, and I was like, holy crap. That was awesome. It was kind of it was a it was a good balancing act between that thought and then the thought of well they've done well so far and let's see what they do with this. Yeah. But still, that's weird. It's always a, like a thought of how the hell are they going to approach this? Yeah. And then they they find a, a way that I think that works. And then like you know Doctor Strange didn't know much about Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. I was like this dude looks weird. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like the idea of that. And then he's awesome. Yeah. The, you know the execution is. Very, very well done. To be fair, Doctor Strange yeah. was the film itself unusual, was great, but as a character and his powers were okay. But Infinity War is what solidified him as like one oh, of yeah. the badasses in the MCU. Yeah, he straight up made butterflies go at yeah, <laughs> and stuff. he he made Thanos flinch at butterflies yeah, he's too. Like, <laughs> yeah. Probably just like what the hell? I mean, granted, Thanos has probably never seen butterflies, so yeah. who knows what they do? Yeah. They're fluttering around. <laughs> All right, I got a question for you. Here we go. Here's the big one: the big cheese burger. Is Iron Man a robot? <laughs> <laughs> Who's in the suit? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I have the suspicion that it could be Tony Stark, but not buying well, see, it. See, I watched. Uh, I watched, it. and I think it's a bunch of cheeseburgers stacked <laughs> up on top of each other in the shape of a man. I imagine it smelled good at first, but you know, by the end of the movie, <laughs> it's got a stink inside that suit filled with cheeseburgers. That's true. There's sesame seeds are everywhere. <laughs> you know how hard it is to get sesame seeds out of all those crevices. That's what that. Ping is it's not a hammer and anvil. It's just sesame seeds clanging around inside they're, the suit. They're hitting the bottom edge of the boot, <laughs> trying to get all the sesame seeds out. Ping, clang, clang. Damn these assortment of burgers. 
Anyway, what was your I, question? I wanted to ask this first because I have a sneaky suspicion that you and I have the same rating system. <laughs> oh, no. Out of five boxes of scraps, <laughs> <laughs> what would you give Iron Man 1? Mm. Well, yeah, this is this is going to be a tough one because I don't want to go too heavy into it. Because you're like subconsciously comparing it to every other film in the MCU, as mm-hmm. and it's you got a lot. It's it's not perfect, but mm-hmm. uh, my thought is to go four boxes of scraps. Um, like I said, I think it's a great origin story. I think the acting is fantastic. It's actually got like heart to it. Yeah. You can see like the motivation that's behind what Tony is doing and why he changes and why that results in him being Iron Man and doing the things that he's doing. But for me, it suffers probably the most from like that third act yeah. where it just, again, where it's just like, for some reason, Obadiah has gone crazy and now he's in a big suit and he's trying to crush Pepper. Yeah. And he's bursting through parking lots and he's, you know, throwing minivans <laughs> at people. And I was like, Granted, this guy was evil, sure, but again, yeah, he's just lost it. Yeah, he snapped. <laughs> I, I, let's shut up a second. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do want to bring this up. Uh, going back and thinking about that third act, it's interesting how a lot of those things could have been remedied because it felt so rushed. They could have made that a little bit more organic, his shift. But it's Mm -hmm. funny to think that Iron Man came out at a time when a two-hour movie was like, that's the max. I'm not sitting longer than that. And now it's a standard to have two-and-a-half, three-hour movies. So maybe if it was at a different time, it could have happened more organically because they had a longer run time. But, yeah, I agree. It was kind of – he just snaps all of a sudden. Maybe it's because Pepper handed him a newspaper and it already had the word search done in it. And that's Ooh, why yeah. he I like that. actually when he picks it up, they another deleted scene. I, I know all about the deleted scenes. Does it does it so does it just say box of scraps <laughs> all the way across? I was it actually gonna... like, crumples it up. <laughs> Tony I was actually gonna say what he <laughs> He opens like, it up and it's already <laughs> finished and he goes, Piece of crap <laughs> <laughs> The clue's like three words used to describe uh, leftovers from machinery and or other things. And it's just like his pupils get real small. <laughs> you know that when he's talking to Ralphie from a Christmas story, he it was actually his yes. own thoughts interjecting on himself. He was like, Tony Stark was able to build this in the cave with box of scraps. That's what the word search was. Anyway, <laughs> he was I'm able talking. to build this in a cave with minimal materials. <laughs> <laughs> they just cut that part out. Yeah. We have John Favreau to thank for that. <laughs> Ralphie's just like, Jesus, what the hell, man? You, you Don't okay, Jeff? be yelling about all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> Sorry to deviate from my normal... <laughs> cool demeanor but word searches get me so gosh darn excited i don't know who this is supposed to be it's a mixture of i don't know what uh, richard nixon uh, i hear and nixon and john cusack playing richard nixon. 
<laughs> I hear Nixon and a burn victim. <laughs> I just pictured a two-headed Richard Nixon, one with John Cusack's Richard Nixon on it. Uh, it's the worst thing ever. It really is. Anyway, you were... Not only Richard Nixon, but John Cusack in there, too, so... <laughs> anyway, you were giving your rating. Uh... Yes. <laughs> Probably four... Four, uh, four boxes of scraps <laughs> uh, out of a possible five. Yeah, because I think that, again, that third act, it just gets a little, like, it's just, like, all dark and gray, mm. and it's just superhero fights, larger, eviler version of superhero. <laughs> uh, so, but other than that, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Okay, so now I have to think of something. That's actually, I didn't even, again, it never crossed my mind <laughs> to think of a rating scale. It never does. No. Out of five, caved-in, rubbery, Robert Downey Jr. chest. <laughs> Out of five of those, what would you give Iron Man the first Iron Man? <laughs> I got to agree with you on four. I would give this four caved-in, rubbery, Robert Downey Jr. chests. Gosh, that's like rubber baby buggy bumpers. <laughs> Rubber Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> caved in chests. Uh, <laughs> much more horrible, though. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, it's. I agree with you. I, like the CGI is going back into it. I was waiting for the suit to look like it was made out of liquid metal and it just would look mm-hmm. completely unnatural and all this. I, I had low expectations with the. But now it looks like solid metal. Oh. Iron, I if you will. I was going to say iron. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a great setup. Um considering the fact that they chose a fairly at the time obscure, you know, Avenger to start with. Uh perfect casting. But yeah, I agree that third act is a little eh, iffy there. Seems rushed. But uh I give it four rubber <laughs> caved in Robert Downey Jr. chests. That's right. I'm glad you had to say that multiple times, and I only had to say it once. <laughs> it's not like I gave you something uh, easy, like box of scraps. <laughs> box of scraps that I could just mindlessly yell. <laughs> also, I like how uh, Obadiah Stane hits everything on his way down into the uh, reactor. <laughs> whenever he gets, after he does his little like hand flailing <laughs> jazz hand shake. He just hits every single piece of everything on the way down. Pink, bonk, bonk, bonk. Like, decapitates him on the way down. They're like, we got to make sure he's dead for sure. It's like, damn. <laughs> that's, that's actually going into this movie. I was like, I don't actually remember if he actually dies yeah. or not. And then he, Boy, like, does he? Blasted with... <laughs> yeah. Completely dead. <laughs> uh, he gets blasted with the energy wave. And I was like, okay, I don't think he's dead. And then he falls down into it. And I was like, okay, I don't think he's, I don't think he's dead. And then yeah, and it's just like bang, boom, bang, bang. And I'm like, he's probably dead. And then like nuclear explosion. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, he's dead. Surely he's dead. Tony has the worst luck with like keeping buildings. It's Every true. building. The man likes to. The man likes to blow up a good building. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Oh yeah, his last one especially. Oh boy. Yeah, but that's Thanos. I mean, just who? Gone. 
Is it Thanos or Thanos? I pronounce it differently every single time. For a while, I was pronouncing it Thanos, Thanos because of the Ant Man uh, theory. Yes. <laughs> oh boy, Thanos, Thanos. I I think Thanos is the proper way because that's how Thanos. What about Thanos? Thanos, or now take it off your corpse. <laughs> Thanos, 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 the new <laughs> with all five, six, five, six infinity stones. They're made of marshmallows and stones. Uh, <laughs> you're a mad titan. You can eat that. You'll um, mad tighten up your buttholes because here comes Ant Man. <laughs> he could have done that. He literally could have done that. Have you seen where... Why doesn't Ant-Man just do that to every single villain that he comes across? <laughs> he... You don't have to go up the butthole. <laughs> you could go just in their nose or in their mouth. That's probably preferable, because then that would kill them instantly. But Just smash the brain. I mean, he could. He could. He could do it. And honestly, he's an idiot for not thinking uh-huh. about it. I mean... He's kind Mr. Of Manhattan man, but... in Watchmen was doing that to people. He didn't go inside of them, but he made them explode. Pro- Boy, did probably he. through their buttholes, starting there. <laughs> he turned Rorschach into an actual, like, is that called a Rorschach test? Yeah, a Rorschach test? test, yeah. Just splatters yeah, him. He, which I think is what he was actually kind of going for. Yeah. The symbolism. Do it. Do um, it. I... Legend has it they actually exploded a real man for that. We ought to watch the Watchmen. We ought to watch men. <laughs> yeah. That's a long movie, it's too. It's been... I think I saw it soon after it premiered, and never since. Well, we've got a... Oh, great. We've got a, a solid chat about the old Iron Man. Oh, we've done it. So, yeah, if you'd like to reach us, you can do so. You can do that on Instagram. We've also got an email for electronic mail. Mm-hmm. What is our email? <laughs> it is the digit 2 idiotspod at gmail.com. We welcome any... Questions, comments, uh, ideas for future casts, or some constructive criticism. What do you think so far? What would you like to hear more of? What would you like to hear less of? What would you like to hear? What would you like us to watch, men? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, great. And then if you'd also like to see visual images with your eyes, you can do so on your mobile phone or computer through Instagram. And that is... You can look us up on Instagram. It's two idiots pod at two idiots pod. I get it wrong every time. Or search just two idiots. Either way, that'll get you there. Great facts. Well, we're glad you could listen this week. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll go through the MCU uh, little by little. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Whatever. It's hard to not talk about one without spilling. We over did that already, yeah. To some 20. degree, yeah. yeah Maybe we we'll just hit covered so many hit some of the major movies or ones that we haven't seen yeah. in a while. But yeah, if you like us to watch the MCU too, let us know. We probably will do it anyway. But anyway, yes, cool. Well, it's been great. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. We'll be back. Stay safe, everyone. Yes. Goodbye. Bye now. Yeah, we just two idiots. We're just two idiots.